ooh, I feel evil. I feel really evil. Is this how is this how the Russo brothers and Marcus and McFeely felt when they were deciding who was going to live and who was going to die? Welcome to the Fangirl Report. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fangirl Report, your go-to source for theories, discussions, and rants about all things fandom. In today's episode, we'll be going over what the MCU would look like if Quicksilver hadn't died in Age of Ultron. So whether you're joining in on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or another platform, thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. If you tuned into our July 20th episode where I discussed why I disliked Age of Ultron, you would know that I consider Pietro Maximoff, aka Quicksilver, to be one of the few redeeming qualities of that movie. So what would the MCU look like if Pietro had lived? Let's start with Civil War. Now, I firmly believe that Pietro would have absolutely have been pro-Accords. And the reason I believe that is because Pietro would recognize that the Accords would protect Wanda from any backlash she would receive after what happened in Lagos. His main concern is keeping her safe, so not only would he sign, but he would probably be working with Tony to plead Wanda's case to the UN Council. He would either be with her at the compound when Clint arrives, forcing Wanda to fight him to leave, or he would be with Tony and Natasha over in Europe trying to get a handle on the whole Bucky Barnes situation. As for the airport fight, Pietro's main concern would probably to get Wanda out of there, but with Wanda's powers, she probably could stop Pietro in some way. In my opinion, Pietro would probably be too overpowered for the airport fight to begin with, but when I was re-watching Civil War, I noticed that there is a good chunk of the airport fight scene after, you know, they run at each other and have that whole clash where Vision just goes missing. We already know Vision's at the airport and he's there, but he's just not in the fight at all. So probably the Russo brothers could have pulled something similar with Quicksilver, but who's to say? I will say that I'm not totally sure where Pietro would end up at the end of Civil War. He could either be at the compound like Vision and have a way to be keeping in touch with Wanda, just like how Vision does in Infinity War. Or like Natasha, he could flip sides. Maybe he's with Steve when he's helping break everybody out of the raft. But I think either one of those options makes sense. Now we're going to shift gears over to Infinity War. I really don't see how Pietro could wind up in the spaceship, so he probably won't be with Tony and Peter and Doctor Strange on Titan. He'd probably be on Earth, probably at the compound with Rhodey. So instead of Vision and Wanda learning about the alien attack through a random TV report, it could be that Pietro calls one of them right before their attack themselves. And of course, once Wanda arrives back at the compound, her brother will be there to welcome her back with open arms. For the Battle of Wakanda, I can easily imagine that Steve would have Wanda and Pietro stick together to guard Vision. And so when Wanda goes to save Okoye and Natasha, Pietro stays behind with Vision, fighting Corvius Glaive once he arrives to ambush him. And when Thanos arrives, just like everybody else gets thrown aside easily with the stones, the same would happen to Pietro. As for the snap, ooh, I feel evil. I feel really evil. Is this how, is this how the Russo brothers and Marcus and McFeely felt when they were deciding who was going to live and who was going to die? For the snap, since Wanda was dusted, I'm going to keep Pietro alive. Now, later on, I'm going to go over what I think would have happened if both Wanda and Pietro were alive in Endgame. But for now, we're just going to focus on this version where it's just Pietro. So during the five-year gap in Endgame, I imagine Pietro staying with Natasha at the compound. You know, Pietro doesn't have any other family left. Wanda's gone. His parents are gone. Everybody's gone. 
So I think it would just be Pietra and Natasha still in the compound, still, you know, trying to keep what's left of the Avengers running. And I can imagine those two actually getting along really well. Fast forward to the time traveling, even though they're only gone for a moment, I still have so much trouble with the idea that they left the time machine alone. Even if they were gone just for a minute, who knows what could have gone wrong if the time machine was left unsupervised. It could have malfunctioned, it could have broken down, there would have been no way for any of them to get back to their current reality, their current timeline. A second note, the Hulk is very noticeable. Two Hulks, I don't understand what the thought process to that was, how they thought nobody would have noticed that there were two Hulks going on in the Battle of New York. So, in my version, Bruce stays behind to monitor the time machine and Pietro goes in his place to 2012. So he would run, you know, real quick over to, to Greenwich Village and meet the Ancient Ones to get the time stone. Basically a very similar situation as to what happened with Bruce, but with Pietro instead. Then he would super speed his way back to the alley where the rest of the group is meeting as they're discussing what to do to get the Tesseract. You know, maybe since the time stone is there in that scene and could be part of the conversation, somebody suggests that they use it to go back in time. The idea gets shot down as being too risky for whatever reason. So Tony and Steve go back to to the S.H.I.E.L.D. base in New Jersey, whereas Scott and Pietro are left to go back to 2023, hoping that Steve and Tony will also return. So back in 2023, after Bruce snaps and Thanos basically blows up the whole compound, I like the idea of Steve, Tony, and Thor facing Thanos alone in the beginning. So I'm going to put Pietro trapped in the debris with Bruce, Rocket, and Rhodey. Now, let's talk about what would have happened if Wanda didn't dust and she was also alive in Endgame. So instead of Pietro going to 2012, Pietro and Wanda would take Clint and Natasha's place at Voromir. Oh yes, I'm going there. Now, I'm not going to lie, it's hard to determine who would end up jumping, who would end up taking the fall. You know, Pietro's much faster than Wanda, but Wanda could also use her powers to either catch him mid-air or to hold him back, to trap him in an illusion in his mind so that he's distracted while she runs and jumps. You know, Pietro could even go as far as just running Wanda far away from, from the cliff and then running back and jumping. Who knows? In the end, though, Pietro, in my mind, would be the one to jump, leaving Wanda to be the one to collect the soul stone. So yes, Pietro still dies, but his death is much more meaningful and impactful, and we have more time to, you know, get attached to him and come to like him as a character, making his death much sadder than it was in Age of Ultron. That way, Wanda still is set up for her next stage in the MCU where she can do WandaVision, where she can grow as her own individual character, the way that we see her being left off in Endgame. I do prefer the version of Endgame where Wanda is dusted and Pietro is not. I just think that Pietro would have added a lot to the MCU and also to Endgame. Speaking of Endgame, I want you to hit the notification bell because in the next episode of the Fangirl Report, I'm going to be talking about the best callbacks in Avengers Endgame including but not limited to the best recurring jokes, repeated lines, and the best payoffs. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Bye, guys.